0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we heard in today's Gospel, in the midst of this Annunciation that Mary is receiving from the angel Gabriel, Mary was greatly troubled. Some kind of fear or shock was set upon Mary's heart. And knowing that, the angel Gabriel tells her not to fear, not to be troubled. Because the message he's delivering, as shocking and as heavy and as profound and as confusing as it might be, is still a message of peace. It's good news. If we're going to put ourselves in Mary's place, at the time that she was, the age that she was, in the situation that she was, it'd be safe to say that many of us would be shocked as well, and many of us wouldn't know how to receive this kind of message, this kind of news. And going further, we can put ourselves in Mary's place concerning the lives that we live. There's a lot of things that cause us to be Fearful. There's a lot of things that cause us to have anxiety, no matter who we are, or what we do, or how old we are. This applies to everyone. There's all kinds of things that cause our hearts to be troubled, whether it's the things that exist in our homes, the things that exist outside of our homes, things that have to do with work, things that have to do with school, things that have to do especially with the relationships we have with each other. And speaking of that, the relationships that we have with each other, I think one thing that troubles us more than anything else, if we're going to get to the root of the problem, is when we have to decide to live not just for ourselves, but for others. And we have to make decisions on a regular basis to give away of ourselves for the sake of the good of others. When it comes to communication, to having to forgive, to having to lower ourselves, to having to set ourselves aside for the sake of others, to having to help others. There's all I live and exist. It's this reality. Do I live just for myself? Do I live and exist? just as an individual? Or am I made to exist for more than just that? Maybe I'm also made to live not just with others, but for others. And like I said, this applies no matter who we are, but especially for those of us who are in positions of responsibility. This is a hard thing to face. It's a thing that sets anxiety or fear upon our hearts because when I have to make that decision, I start to concern myself with the reality that maybe I'm missing out on something if I'm giving away of myself to someone else. I don't think of how much the other person can gain. I don't think of the situation that lies beyond myself. The temptation is, I only start to think about what I'll lose by giving away of myself to others. And that is a very dangerous thing to do. Because if that's the case, if I get stuck in that sort of mentality, that'll lead to me living in my own world. And if I'm living in my own world, I'm constantly going to be seeking to please myself. I'm constantly going to be asking myself, how can I be satisfied today? How can I feel good today? How can I live better today? How can I be happier today? And that is a very narrow and limited world to live in because we know that living in our own worlds and inventing our own guidelines according to our own wisdom is gonna leave us unsatisfied in the end because the world we live in is temporary and it's passing away. And that is why it's so important to look beyond ourselves, to live for God and for others. And Mary shows us that today in the way that she receives this news and responds to it. Mary says very famously, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And then she goes on to visit Elizabeth And she goes into her Magnificat, this beautiful prayer where she makes God the center of everything that's happening. Even though she's the one that's receiving this this news, and she's the one that has to take up this responsibility. And she's the one that has to respond to this mission that she's been given. She still makes God the center of everything, saying, I am the handmaid of the Lord, but at the same time. In other words that all of us are familiar with. God, this is my body, given for you. The reason Mary's so special, Mary's so dignified, aside from the fact that she stayed immaculate after she was conceived immaculately, is that she lived a Eucharistic life before she ever met Jesus. She gave herself to the mission of God, to his plan of salvation history, before she ever met Jesus, before she herself became a literal, physical dwelling place for our Lord. And that's why our Lord came. That's why our Lord became man. That's what sets our faith apart from what came before. That's what brings our faith into a state of fulfillment from what came before. That it's no longer just a physical building that can be called a dwelling place of God, but that humans can also become dwelling places of God if they choose to respond to the calling that God provides for them. Mary did that before she met Christ. Mary did that before all of us, and she did it so purely and so beautifully. Instead of claiming some kind of invented bodily autonomy, she says, this is my body given for you. If we're speaking about Mary, we should also speak about Eve. Let's go back all the way to the beginning. When Adam and Eve were faced with temptation, how did they respond? when that seed of doubt was planted in their hearts by the serpent, how did they respond? Did they accept God's will humbly and purely like Mary did? Or did they fear on what they might lose out on if they followed God's will and sacrificed their own and laid their own will aside? That's what happened with Adam and Eve. That's what happened with the first woman the woman of the old human race. And Mary shows us the way of the new human race that all of us have an opportunity to follow. And it's not just Eve that did that. That's always happening with all of us. When we're faced with the decision to live for God and live for others, like I said, we also face that temptation. We think what we might lose out on, what we might be missing, If we lay our own will aside and choose to live not just with others but for others and for our Creator according to His will. Brothers and sisters, there's all kinds of ways that this can affect us. There's all kinds of ways this can get us stuck in a backwards path away from God if we choose just to live for ourselves. And there's all kinds of sins we can end up in if we choose just to live for ourselves in our own worlds. I chose those words for a reason. This is my body given for you. One, because literally if you sum up every homily ever preached, that's what you can say. That's what you can preach. That's what all of us should receive as a message to really practice in our lives. To become like the Eucharist we're going to receive at every Mass. But it's also because in our society, people claim this bodily autonomy as a tool, as a tool of manipulation, as an excuse for committing all kinds of sins that provide pleasure, just physical pleasure, and that's it. And then people act surprised when they're not fulfilled. And I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. Instead of saying, my body, given for you, O God, and my neighbor. They use it for something else. Brothers and sisters, if this is the path we choose to remain in, if we keep walking backwards, living only as individuals, this will only continue to build up anxiety in our hearts. This kind of path will only continue to set trouble upon our hearts. And we won't be able to receive the message of God or the message of Gabriel when we're told, let not your hearts be troubled. And being stuck in that path ultimately leads to pride because we're only living in our own worlds and for the sake of ourselves and pleasing ourselves. The opposite of that is what Mary shows us today. The path of humility. The path of of setting ourselves aside, not in a past or in a way that we're just living in in weakness. But humility is setting yourself aside because you have hope. You have hope in something that's beyond you, something that's bigger than you, something that's more wise and more loving and more good than you. And you know that's what's best for you and for everyone else. And that thing, that person we set ourselves aside for is God. And in following that path of humility, for the sake of hope that's when we achieve an actual peace a taste of peace that we can't find in this world living just as individuals so brothers and sisters today meditating on this mass and meditating on this gospel passage we just heard let's take mary as a very real and as a very transformative example of what can happen when we don't live just as individuals of what can happen when we choose to let God become incarnate in our own lives, when we choose to become dwelling places of God, and subsequently, after that, become like the Eucharist that we eat. Amen.